Welcome to the Casual Fridays REI podcast, where you'll learn about the wildly profitable niche of land investing. Active land investors Adam Southey and Justin Sleva are here to share their experiences with you so that you can learn how to build massive cash flow and huge profits from this highly lucrative niche. So without further ado, here are your hosts, Adam Southey and Justin Sleva. Hey, what's up, everybody? I'm Adam Southey here with my co-host, Justin Sleva, and this is the Casual Fridays REI podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about what it takes to succeed in this industry. Before we do that, though, let's talk about the Plum Investment Group. Guys, do you have property you need funding for? Plum is your solution. Plum helps land investors grow their business by funding your raw land purchase. It's truly an awesome deal, guys. And just to be clear, this isn't a loan. Plum will actually partner with you by putting up the money for your project. So do yourself a favor. Go check out the website. It is PlumInvestmentGroup.com. There's that .com today. It was there Monday. <laughs> Happy hump day. Happy hump day. It's Wednesday. I'm trying to think if there's anything important going on today that we should be aware of. I think I'm just getting back in town. Oh, you're going with, you're going to go. That'll be cool. That'll be cool. I'm going to come I'm, I've already gone. I'm there. I'm on the way back. Okay. You know, yeah, come back. Yeah, uh, everything's good. Dad's buying a one of 500 edition car for the add to the car collection. That's right. I'm going to come over there and go ahead and just mark it just on the it. trust for me. <laughs> just, just go key your name into the car. Yeah, I'm not going to yeah. do that to a car. Yeah. You'll never catch me do that to a car. Uh, I'm man. still on the fence about this car. Yeah? Yeah. So everyone that's listening, my dad's car collector, right? And uh, they're not always like pristine cars. <laughs> they're just, if there's some kind of value, he'll he, collect it. He likes it. Yeah. Anyway, this is uh, 07 maybe? 08. 08? 06? Uh, I don't know. It's uh Ford GT Hertz edition, Hertz rental car edition. It was never used as a rental car. There's only 500 of them ever made. It's 14 years old. It's got 3,000 miles on it. I mean, it's cool, I guess, but I'm just not one of those. It's not like the other cars he has, you yeah. know, and I'm just like, whatever. He has to have it. Yeah. And so. Good for him. Yeah. That's where he went in life. That's where he's at in life. Anyway, it's in St. Louis, so we spent the last few days there getting it. Okay, Cool. Cool. You know, one of the things that I had to look at today, which kind of looked at this week, which made me a little confused with all the talk of voting in person and not voting in person, how we were supposed to vote this year or voting by mail or not. It kind of confused me so far this year. So that's the point. I'm I'm sure it is. But Texas, you can still vote in person. But I'm like, okay, is this going to change? You can vote in by mail because they've been sending me stuff on how to do it. Yeah, you can do by both. Yeah. So I'm just like, it really threw me off. So for those that are listening and that you're concerned, like I was, you may look at your state rules on voting to see how your, your right to vote. I'm not telling you who to vote for, just saying your vote, your voice needs to be heard. Mm-hmm. So make sure you are voting. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. It's going to be a pretty important election. Mm-hmm. Kind of scary. Yeah. I mean, it's a, <laughs> the only good thing is that once it's over, so will COVID will be over too. <laughs> You're going to make that prediction. You just cost us another year of COVID. Every, everyone <laughs> with a brain knows that. COVID will be over as soon as the election's over. I don't know if it'll matter who wins or who doesn't. The fact is COVID's going to be going to be done. They're going to the, have something new the, to bitch about. The vaccine is here. Well, well screw it. Hopefully vaccine. it's successful, like the special sauce it takes to be successful in this business, Adam. Uh, we're moving on. Yeah, let's move on on this one because I understand where this one's going to go and it's gonna we're going to be here a while. There's not enough beer in the world or in this podcast room for that. Well, this is an interesting topic because normally before we chat, we'll kind of talk about why we want to talk about it like what, mm-hmm. what our thoughts are mm-hmm. and we haven't discussed thoughts so this is like fresh you're going to tell what you think and i'll say what cool. i think and if we agree or not we'll know? let you go first then because i want to hear what your thoughts of the special sauce are I, well i wouldn't call it special sauce i actually get this question all the time on a uh, strategy calls mm-hmm. like what makes someone successful and this is my my opinion is that uh 
it's that relentless drive to just not quit. Mm-hmm. And if you make mistakes, you don't get angry and say this doesn't work. You learn from it and you grow. Mm-hmm. Like the only, and I get this all the time, right? It's like the only people who don't succeed in this industry mm-hmm. are the ones who don't do the work mm-hmm. and the ones who just give up. Okay. And they get in their own way, mm-hmm. right? It's my belief that if you just keep pushing forward, you continue to learn, you ask questions. If you make a mistake, you grow from it and you just don't stop. Yeah. You'll eventually hit success. Okay. Yeah. I, I would echo a lot of those things. I, it's easy for me to go to the, to see the traits that don't work and be like, don't do this and you'll be successful. But what I, I, I found, and we see this a lot of people that have done it for about a year, two years, they don't know how to replicate what they've already done. So they're not there. They spend all this time building this business, building these machines, building the systems, and they get lost in the fact of how to pick another county or price county. So then they try to keep going back to the same county every two months or three months. And sometimes it works for them. Sometimes it doesn't, but it just, it, it's an expectation of everything to be, like you said, or I think you said either yes, last show or this show, being spoon-fed. And it's just kind of tough to watch some of that. It's like, well, you tell me what state and what county to mail next. And you, I, You mean you would say, like, I don't know. Where should I go next? I don't know. You tell me. Yeah, well, what state you like? Uh, cool. What do you like about it? All right. Well, that's the state. Here's the stuff that's under $2,000 market value there. Which one of those counties you want to work? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, you know, I, I had a consultant call this week where client was, he wanted to line up his mailing campaign for 2021. Okay, I'm glad that you're here. Where have you been working? And so he tells me his state. And I was like, okay, when's the last time you mailed it? All right, did you hit everything in that state that's in that same price value? No, I haven't hit, hit like some of them. So we pulled it up and there's, say, 25 counties that hit that price range. And I'm like, I'm like, which ones have you mailed? And he's like, well, let's, I've only done uh, these five. And I'm like, okay, well, there's 20 counties for you to mail. There's your first 20 counties you mail in your mailer. Well, I was thinking about picking up another state. You have people here. You've done six or seven deals. You've got agents in place. You've got title companies in place. Your machine's built there and you've done well there. So let's just clean up the rest of those and then we'll pick another state and just keep moving from there. It's just some people are scared by the simplification of that in their business. And it's sad to me to see because you have some really, really smart people that get hung up on some of the the details that at the end of the day, it's like, doesn't really matter. Yeah. Well, you got to be able to get out of your own way. Yep. And no. I think that's obviously one of the traits you got to have. Yeah. And then, and, and another thing I was talking to Jessica this week when we were talking about, you know, what's that right person that you want to hire. And I was telling her, I said, I want somebody that is not scared to pick up the phone. If they don't know what to ask, they just start calling. And I remember the the difference of like when I had Beth working with me, I remember when she was doing the coastal stuff, she didn't know the name of the type of the person in that state she needed to call, but she would just start calling a County and be like, Hey, I need to talk to this person. Oh, that's not you. Who's, who is that person? And can you connect me or can you give me their name and number? And then she would just continue relentlessly pick up the phone and just keep calling until she got the answer she wanted. And that success, and it's translated over to where they've done extremely well over the last year by herself. So, you know, it's that little, that tenacity, if you will, to keep moving forward. Yeah, I would agree with that. When you aren't able to, like, think of those things yourself, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's like, well, I guess I guess what I'm trying to say, the biggest thing is getting out of your own way. Like, yeah. not being afraid to do that stuff. It's, if you don't know an answer... And you get scared to take action and try and figure it out. Well, then yeah. you've just gotten in your own way. You're never going to do anything. Yeah, okay. uh, no, that's and that's right. And you, with the the plethora of forums and groups out there, it's easy to get little questions answered. Hey, who do y'all contact in the county for this? Or what about this in the title? Have you ever seen this before? And you see people asking those questions, but sometimes I see people asking questions in those groups that it's almost as if they're looking for somebody just to give them the golden ticket and say, Hey, wh- where should I mail my next? What should my next mailer campaign be? Or how should it be? Or should I do this? Or should I do that? 
And we've talked about asking for permission from other people, but, you know, getting past that point and moving in a direction where you own the business, you run the plan, you put, you make, and I, I used a comment with somebody making the touches, you put the amount of mail out so you can have the offers coming back and you adjust it from there. Mm-hmm. Don't be scared to talk to people. Nope. Yeah. You're in a big world of hurt if you're scared to talk. <laughs> yeah. And when you mean that, you mean like picking up the phone and talking to the title agent and asking questions. Anybody. Right, the yeah. attorney, the yeah. agent, the real yeah. estate agent. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with that. You have to be willing to make those until you have a good, solid working base. And that's, you know, a lot of people ask how I was able to grow my knowledge so quick. Well, every day I looked at something in the industry and tried to learn it every morning. But then we got really proficient at a lot of like death stuff because I would be asking a title agents, well, hey, they're dead on this. What do we need to do to clear this up? Then it's like when I see a death on a deed and I'm working a state I've never worked, my first Google is affidavit of airship. Well, it's called like four different things across the country. But it'll get me to that right thing and just keep doing that and using Google as a tool for, hey, is death on deed in Nevada. What do I need to do? Yeah, I've seen that in forums before where they somebody will say something mm-hmm. because we know about like affidavit of airship. I'll just quickly like Google affidavit of airship X state. Yep. Only once have I ever said look, but yeah. the rest of the time I'm like, well, if you just Google it. Yeah, <laughs> just send the link and so send yeah. that over there. And that's, you know, there's so many attorneys, like their SEO is built off blogs for legal stuff that there is a ton of free information out there to grab it. Mm-hmm. And to be successful, you have to be willing to look in those things and remember those little terms and those keys to try to move forward. Cool. I don't want to beat it. Anything else? Yeah, I don't think this was a, hey, here's the injection to make you Superman in the, in the, or Superwoman in the land investing business. But this is to remind a lot of people that you, it's not going to be handed to you. You have to learn it. We, we get you pretty close with our, our course. I think it does a really well job. But you can't just copy everybody's other stuff and just keep moving. You have to make those decisions and say, hey, this is what my business I'm going to do and have that tenacity to try it, modify it, look at what else is out in the market, look what else is out there, and then try to make it your own. There you go, people. Uh, get out there and do it. All right. And also, while you're getting out there and doing it, go to Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. Give us a like and a follow. Then go to iTunes, go to Stitcher, go to wherever else you're listening to us. Like, rate, view, and subscribe to the show. We appreciate it. We love you. See you Friday. See you Friday, guys.